Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This was a good start for us. We got a lot more winning to do. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. And by the way, I kept saying listen live on the ESPN app, guys. It's not listen live. You, you have more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. You scroll down to live radio. And the reason I know that, Jay and Key, this morning, is because... Yesterday, right in the seventh inning. Let me guess. You lost Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi went out Your Wi-Fi in the apartment. Always goes out. You know what it is? They're doing. They're they're renovating what? the outside of the building, and so like it's interfering. I think with the Wi-Fi. Anyway, so I'm quickly scrambling. I got to find out what's going. So I take out the trusty app. I hear my own voice saying, "Go to ESPN app and listen." And and uh, and sure enough, there it is. One, two, three, boom, I got the radio call. Okay. Eduardo Perez on the radio call. You remember your own instructions? Yes, I did, but it doesn't say listen live. I keep saying on the air, it says live radio. You got to scroll more, scroll down to live radio. Okay. That's how I know that there this morning. There you go. Oh, and it was, I like, I like listening on the radio. <laughs> oh, that's what it says Just right buy there. buy a new that's building what, and get new Wi-Fi. Can I, can I tell you, that's what it says right there on the screen now. Live radio. Jay, I only have one eye. <laughs> Oh, now I only have one leg. You don't see me use that as a complaint. Yep. You ever see? Uh, you ever see Anchorman well, Two? Two. I'm very. You ever see you Anchorman Two when he goes blind and now he can't tell anything? From it? <laughs> I'm blind. It's like, but you couldn't tell that that was not. That's me, Jay. All right. So, good morning, Key. Good I'm morning. just letting y'all banter back and forth about each other's. I just said good morning. Okay, I just said I'm just letting y'all finish. Good morning. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I was letting Max go on and on. Before he goes on and on about the Yankees. Yes, on and on and on. Congratulations, oh, Max. Well, thank you very much. It wasn't easy, Jay. <laughs> well, it was 5-1. It was five one. It was pretty easy. Well, you called the right with Nestor Cortez like, as a starter. Cortez was excellent. And, and by the way, Judge went yard. Yeah, he went yard. That was good. But, but Stanton, Stanton is Stanton, the guy. Yeah. Stanton is the guy, man. Yeah, but it was good to see Judge not no chopping yeah. for wood for nothing. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And, and, and if those two guys get hot. They can carry you through a postseason, Judge and Stanton on offense. But you know who to me was the key guy? Because I never feel how much pressure's on the Yankees and this and that. What the the key guy to me, if you want to watch someone on the Yankees that tells you what it's about, how to win in October, and I was critical of this trade when they traded Jordan Montgomery because I like a good lefty for him. Harrison Bader, the center fielder who went to Horace Mann High School mm-hmm. in the Bronx. He was traded from the Cardinals, and he was known for his glove. Real good glove guy, speedy, contact hitter, not a lot of power. Maybe he doesn't get on base enough to stay in the lineup. I didn't know. He has been – he had three home runs in this series, but if you look at his at-bats yesterday, he's working the count. Key, he's doing all the things that when we were growing up watching baseball, you used to see guys successful in the postseason do, spoiling the good pitches, not swinging at the bad stuff, putting the ball in play, running the bases, playing defense – it, Harrison Bader, watch that dude. That's the mentality the Yankees need to take into the, this next round against Houston. They have to do. They have to take some sort of mentality. You know, he went five games. It was a rain delay. You're going into Houston, and one thing they can't afford to do is worry about what happened in the past with Houston. Mm-hmm. They can't get caught up in, well, they cheated us. We're going to do it this way now. 
they got to continue to play and, and pitch and hit and field the way that they have against the Guardians. And then let it naturally come to them. And I think sometimes in situations when things happen bad to teams and the athletes, it stays stuck in their mind because they're revisiting what happened in the past. That was probably a nightmare. How many guys are left on that team? It's a good question. Judge was on that team. Severino was on that team. But there's been a lot of turnover. Like the, at catcher, not the same. First base, not the same. Second base, Glaber wasn't on that it team. It feels like a little Third bit base, like old no. news. I think it'll be relevant news for more so fans, mm-hmm. but not for current players. But I, I, I Well, I, I mean, if, it depends on how many people's on that team, though, Jay. If, if, if you got a handful of guys that are, that are still there, true, true. they're re, you know, reliving the scene of the crime. Just think about anything that has – and I, I don't want to call it a, a, a tragedy or nothing like that, but it's, it's, it's got to play in the back of their minds that they're going to the same stadium where they heard the – Yeah, and the Astros know, were walking it off against them. The like Yankees were beating them up at Yankee Stadium. Astros were winning one-run games with walk-offs – at home because and, the Yankees were better than and them and the Astros needed to cheat again. to win. Yeah, 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 I hear you. It's, like, it's not like it's going to happen again. It's just, you know, you, you just think about it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it was interesting for me yesterday because we had that whole conversation about Mr. October and Reggie Jackson and about this is where legacies are cemented. Now, I know Stanton obviously had that jack. It brought in, you know, three runs with him. But it, just going back to Aaron Judge for a second, do you know that was his fourth homer in a winner-take-all game? Most it's all-time. the most all-time. Yeah. It's the most all-time. And, by the way, he sur- with that 13th homer uh, for him in postseason career, surpasses Reggie Jackson and Yogi Berra in most in Yankees history. So it just it starts that conversation. Well, Mantle has the most. He's saying he passed them on the list. On the list. Most, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, list yeah. for most in Yankees but, history. But it is uh, like those guys in the old days had one postseason series to do it. Nowadays you have so many rounds of the postseason. It's going to add up. Agreed. Yeah. But that, it, it starts to take over that next tier of conversation that we're right. talking about with Aaron Judge. Even though they had a three zero lead, right in the game, like still that's a jack in that second inning. Like that's it cements it. No question. It cements it more and more. No who's, question. Who's on the mound for them tonight? Tyon gets Ty-on. pushed Ty-on. back. Yeah. Push Tyon's back. Yeah. not bad. He's just not Ty-on. the type of dude you think of as a, a postseason killer. Him versus Justin Verlander, that'd be interesting. Yeah, Verlander has been good against the Yankees in the playoffs, and the Yankees wanted to get him when he w- when he yeah. went to the Astros from Detroit. So, you know, it's come back to bite them again. Maybe we'll see. All you need from a guy like Tyon, keep it within a run. Four innings. Yeah, go four innings, keep it within a run, hand it to the bullpen. Loizaga, at the end of the game, was throwing 100 miles an Yo, hour. I like, I like his swag, man. Yep. And then Clay Holmes came at the, at the end, kind of closed it out. Yep. It's the right look. Clay Holmes stuff, he's getting better command of the stuff and all that. But I want to get back to what you said about Aaron Judge because that is interesting. In the history of baseball, no one has had four uh, – uh, Homers – Home runs in deciding games. That's or or what, how, what was the what was the winner year? take all winner take all winner take all not winner just take all games winner yeah take winner take all, all. in yeah. other words if it's a best of five it's the yeah. fifth game it's the best of seven and he's done it now and what I need to really? see from in the history of baseball in the yes. history four Most home in runs in winner take all postseason games postseason games because no, there I, used I to mean, be so many postseason history book in front of me but it just would seem like that's not a lot considering. Well, there hasn't – think about back in the day, there weren't that many postseason series. No no, no uh, DS, no division series. You know, then you got to get to the – there were no wild cards, so it was harder yeah. to get to the playoffs. But what you just said, Jay, yeah, Aaron Judge is going to make the living on the home runs and everything. But now what I need to see from him, 
is what I just said about Harrison Bader. Go up there, have great at-bats. Do the things the judge did when he wasn't hitting, when he was striking out all the time. Draw a walk, steal second base, go to third on the throwing error, make the nice defensive play, right? There are all different ways that he can contribute because he's a five-tool player, even if he's swinging and missing, that he can be a valuable piece. And uh, he did it last night. He hit that shot last night. It was Stanton with the big shot, but, but you know, Judge did come through. And if that's – you know, But, that, but that, that's what we talked about, though. We, we said that the Guardians wanted to start early, mm-hmm. right? That's why you have Cortez mm-hmm. that leads, right? And, and then – but the Yankees, you flip that bat. I give a lot of respect to Aaron Boone, man. He's worked through a lot this season. So I got a stat here. Jose Altuve hasn't hit a – hasn't doesn't have a hit this postseason. He's 0 for 16. And that makes uh, you think he's due, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. He doesn't want to show his tattoo now. No, he, that. he just didn't want to make sure that anyone on. He hit the shot. He hits in the, in the deciding shot at the end of the game against a team that was better than them, which is why they were killing him at, you know, it was close at their home stadium, but they were getting slaughtered on the road. And he doesn't want to take off the shirt just because, uh, I don't know, some didn't nonsense. Want, he, didn't right. want to, he got a new tattoo. He didn't want his wife to see it. He wanted to surprise her. <laughs> Not so easy when you're not stealing signs. Considering he had the tattoo months and years beforehand, but it was a new one. Man, I thought back then, I'm like, Altuve might be better than Joe Morgan. He might be the best second baseman ever. I couldn't believe how clutch he was. Mm -hmm. No, but Altuve good. Oh, yeah, of course he's good. He's really good. Be a part of Keyshawn. He cheated, but he's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Barry Bonds, like these, I, somebody, I you know, understand. I'm, be I a part it. of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Jay's round ball rankings. Oof. Here, just listen up, everyone. Oh, what happened last night? The games were on late. The top five things you need to know about the NBA's opening night Panic time for the Lakers already, but first. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. I've been hearing about uh, Prime, Amazon Prime, that's mm-hmm. actually exclusively streaming a newly scheduled Black Friday game this Friday after Thanksgiving Day. The first ever NFL Black Friday game will take place Friday, November 24th, 2023. Mm. 2023. Next season. Next season. So what does that mean, though? What are you getting? A, a, a cheaper deal, Amazon Prime, if you if you, you yeah, know, like get a, the subscription? Well I, well, I don't know. It seems like they're just here's a way to make you aware that the NFL is on Amazon Prime, right? We're doing we, – here we have a game on Black Friday. It's like a, like a holiday. So Friday, like Friday NFL games, like that's a that's yeah, a that's, thing. Now. That's going to be weak, though. You know why? Because on Black Friday at three p.m., people going to be out shopping. shopping. They're not going to be watching. Well, well, who's yeah, putting you know, it on? Well, who's putting it on? Amazon. Okay. And that's the thing. So my thing is, if there they bring it to the platform, you can shop on the platform while you're watching the game. That's the point. You, you have the game go on to the TV. You're store. on your app. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, shopping at the same time. You're doing so both. You do, that's I mean, that's where, that's where you're doing your shopping. Nobody's going to brick-and-mortar stores anymore. You're going to your phone. That's the point, Key. You're b- on a Friday, on a Friday, Smart. you don't have to leave the house for your Black people, Friday deals. Get on Amazon. Yeah, but a lot of people go. A lot of people want to go like to go out, feel yeah. and touch. That's that, true. I hear, but especially a lot of people— Especially, like, in, in, with it, well, maybe kids aren't really watching. Kids aren't necessarily—when I say kids, I mean, like, teenagers aren't necessarily watching the football game on Amazon Prime. They want to go to the mall. Hey, it's 12 o'clock. But, Key, think about what they're doing. Key, think of what they're doing. You're you're right, and that will probably always exist, but they're changing the way people will think about Black Friday. Some people, they'll capture some of the population who's like, oh, Black Friday is the time where you sit down, watch football, and shop at the same time. All the same They're creating the all-inclusive experience, right? It's like, oh, watch your sports, come shopping, do this, do that. I mean, it's... Especially, yeah, especially for Jay, too, with the three kids now. You can sit <laughs> yeah. at home. You already it's shop. almost as if. I'm going to have to pick your brain about that because the amount of stuff that we end up buying, I don't even know what we, I don't even know what I don't we even buy anymore. I don't even know what we buy anymore. I just see boxes show up to the house. I don't even want to so get many boxes. I'm a shipping department. That's, that's all it is. All you know the what time. the real problem is? But it's really not even that. You think it's a lot, Jay? Because the boxes sometimes it's so are big, large. but it's the little tiny things in the big ass box. Bad day. It might be a strip of band aids in a box that's. That fits a, a car. You Here's know, a service. Like, the hell did what? you buy now? Here's a service. Ready for this? They'll come and take your boxes away. Break all the Amazon boxes away. Uh, break them down and take them away from for you. Don't give that away for free. You huh? talk to me about that offline, Max. What are you that's doing? We are, what are you talking about? We already have that set up, Jay. It's already done. That's that's. Hey, Jay. I'll be the Max, face of the operation. Be, well, yes, Max, you can get into all the that's vendors. Old. That's already done. It's already done. There's actually, no. I should be the face. Like Minority-owned business. We'll get more. Yeah. Oh, we'll get more. Yeah. We switch Depends it up how now. we how we want to work. That's how we it. should do it. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Business. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Two. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. TJ, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The app. Go to the app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. You can hear us live. I love this segment. And let me tell you why. It's so good. You're so lucky to be in your car right now or listening on the app or on your smart speakers or on Sirius XM Channel 80. You're so lucky to be listening right now because if the games were on too late, if you missed anything, if you were watching one game and missed the other stuff, Jay Will is going to catch you up on the stuff you must know about the NBA after opening night, Jay's round ball right rankings. Let's get it. Number five. Dark and stormy. Man, I love that drink. But damn, it just feels like it's looming over the Lakers organization. Now, Russell Westbrook last night, 7-12 from the field, 4-5 from the free throw line, 10 rebound, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, and 19 points. Play well. But it just don't <laughs> fit. It doesn't fit. And he's making comments after games about, I don't know what to do if I have to come off the bench in our next game against the Sacramento Kings. And how will I handle that? And all the, it just, it feels like this team is not the team that is going to be the future for Russell Westbrook. It feels like they are going to have to make a move to find some other pieces to help this team out. That's, the, that's my first thing. So that he played well, though, because you can reestablish some value. But it, it does feel like it doesn't matter if he plays well or not because the piece doesn't fit. No, into no, I'm the saying because he reestablishes trade value. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That works yeah. out well. That's why he's number five. Next up. Number four. So the Jays are cooking, man. I, I M.A. Uduka, whatever problem happened there, it's happened. All right. Joe is the new head coach. I understand, but Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they left off destroying the NBA, and they are still doing the same. Both scored for 35 points last night. And the way the Celtics moved the ball, Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench, Jason Tatum might be a sleeper for an MVP candidate. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Sleeper pick for MVP candidate. Jalen Brown's right on his heels. But those two, the way they defend, the pace in which the Celtics play, Jay's cooking is a thing to follow and to watch. That's next up. Number three. Still Dre. But the Warriors are still the Warriors, and they're better. Yo, this team, Dre, his stat line last night, fine. It's always going to be one of those stat lines, right? Like four points, five rebounds. It's not going to, it's going to look ugly. But this team had 31 assists last night. I'm sorry, didn't Dre just sneak Jordan Poole in the face? Aren't they supposed to have some kind of chemistry issue? No. Yo, this team is better than what they were last year. Check that. Pete, what I just said. The Warriors are better this year than they were last year when they won a championship. So was Dre hitting them with good passes? Well, Dre was, was hitting, hitting them with, with, that, with good passes. With that, that, that green money suit that he wore last night. He was hitting them right from the beginning. Did he hit them on the break? I'm just <laughs> curious if he hit them on the break. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't like that. No. Oh, okay. No, but that's, that's still Dre. That's who Dre is. It ain't nothing going to change him. But this team is better. Kuminga. Moses Moody, Dante DiVincenzo, Jordan Poole, James Wiseman. Yo, their squad off the bench is deep, and it's loaded, and it works. So props to them for getting started where they left off last year. Next up. Yo, what's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? I mean, the Phillies are doing their thing. Got it. 
I, the Eagles are doing their thing. Got it. James Harden, you know, he took less money to play. He lost some weight. But, he like, the whole offseason, all I've been hearing about is how loaded and deep the bench is of Ooh. the 76ers. I didn't see that last night against the Celtics. And, by the way, are we just reverting back to one-on-one ISO basketball? I've been saying it this year. Yo, if Doc Rivers can't get it done this year, and I like Doc, he should be fired. Jav, you question have for all you about the Doc. pieces to win it. Question you about Doc. You got to get it done this year. You know how I'm like, Russell Wilson's playing himself out of the Hall of Fame, right? Doc, I, I originally thought like he's one of the greatest coaches ever. It has not looked good recently. Has the game passed him by? Is the modern NBA is he stuck ten years ago? Because that happens sometimes. The guys get old. They're used to doing it a certain way. The league changes. They don't change with it. Is that what's going on? It feels like it, Max, because I'm watching the Celtics last night, Key, and the way – you know how sometimes when we're on the show and it goes, bing, then Key says something, you say something, I go back at you, then Key jumps in again? Like, that's the way a show should work. That's the way basketball should work. That's the way the modern NBA is playing. Golden State Warriors. That's why they destroyed the Lakers hey, last hey, night. Hey, they the didn't destroy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, fine, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. See, bing, bing, bing. That's the way it works. But when – it can't go, let me talk for 30 minutes, then Key talk for 30 minutes, and you and that's the way the 76ers play. Mm-hmm. It ain't working. Mm-hmm. Next up, at number one. Shame on you, Rob Palenka. See, I mm-hmm. feel like this is a dig at the Lakers. <laughs> this is a dig at you, Key. This is for you. <laughs> Shame on you, Rob. We got LeBron James out here breaking the all-time scoring record. He's going to do that this season, right? We talk about him being one of the greatest ever to do it. Now, I'm, I'm looking at this squad, and I'm saying, okay, Russell Westbrook played well. AD started at the five. Darvin Ham got this man to start at the five. What? Okay? He played well. He didn't get injured. That's a win for the Lakers. <laughs> yes, Keith, that's won. a win. Max, and LeBron I mean, had a 30-point triple-double and still didn't shoot the ball that well. But let's just talk about this. Rob Polinka had the whole offseason. All we talked about, Buddy Hilde and other players that can come on. Here is the bench for the Lakers. Uh, Matt Ryan, what? not the quarterback what? for the Colts. Okay. No, not the quarterback. William Gabriel, Juan Toscano, and Anderson got it, played for the Golden State Warriors last year. Austin Reeves, Scottie Pippen Jr., Max Christie, Damian Jones, Cole Swider. You guys have any idea who they are? There if you, you combine some of their names, Jay... <laughs> And bring some dads in or whoever they're right. related to. Some Pippen of them ring Jr. a bell. Scotty Pippen Jr.'s young, man. He's a nice little piece at the end of the bench. They were 10 of 40 from the three-point line. Is that not a lot? That is the same exact team that they had last year. It's the same thing. You would think you could find some shooting out there somewhere. So, uh, yeah. Keith, all the teams that LeBron James has ever won on has had shooting around him. And Every try, single and team. And, and they are trying to find shooting. No, I'm not paying Rob Palenka to try. I'm paying mm. you to do it. Mm. Well, the salary, first of all, you know the salary cap is all screwed up because of the three players that they make all the money. Okay. So they don't uh, have, I, you don't have but I, so much peanut butter to spread that's left. Sure. Let's hear what LeBron James has to say about mm. it. I think we're getting great looks, I think. Um, but it also could be teams giving us great looks. I mean, if you... Be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is. It's not like, you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team. So, you know, but that doesn't deter us from still trying to get great shots. And when we get those opportunities, you take them. But we're not sitting here with a bunch of 40-plus career three-point shooting guys. You know how insulting that is, Max, to sit up there 
post game and literally say maybe teams are giving us an open look for a reason. The gangsterism of that is that it was true. He just we got open looks because they're giving it to us because we can't shoot. Aaron Rodgers said if there's a trade opportunity, he expects the Packers to be in the mix. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Green Bay has struggled this year, and I'm starting to worry about them a little bit. Hand off Dylan. Fumble the football, and the Jets have it. That's the most impressive performance by the New York Jets in a decade, and it has the potential to be the beginning of something truly special. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and the ESPN app, not to mention ESPNU. Aaron Rodgers, guys, was on the Pat McAfee show, and for a change. And discuss the possibility of the Packers being active in the trade market. Listen to this. Brian and I have a real good relationship, and we communicate often about a number of different things, not just uh, personnel stuff, but pulse of the team and, and direction and mindset and energy and how everybody's kind of fitting together. So we've had uh, conversations. I trust that they'll be in the mix on certain guys that they like. Uh, as always, it comes down to uh, need uh, price, you know, cost of those certain players. But uh, I know Brian's going to do his best uh, for our football team. And if he feels like adding uh, a guy or two to the mix, uh, then I'm sure he's going to try and make that happen. Why is that? I don't understand. What, what, that's what all 
general managers are supposed to do. Yeah, but it feels like he's saying it's their job to make our team better, not my job. That's just what I hear from his whole thing. Like, yeah, we have trust in Brian. Our relationship is good. I'll trust in him to make the right decision. Well, like, it's not that- a me decision. I, uh, it's obvious we need help. It, it feels to me like if they don't add a piece, this season feels like a waste for what they have currently. Yeah, see, I, I the question that was posed to him I'd like to hear, and because it just sounds like a question was asked, much like you're saying, Jay, you know, if, in fact, he is requesting something to be changed and he's just saying that he has a great relationship and having a conversation. And believe it or not, I don't know if it's like this in the NBA, but in the NFL, when you are a high-ticket guy, the general managers tend to have conversations with you about the pulse of the team, yeah, yeah. about the direction that they're thinking, hey, man, we need another – I think we need another defense alignment. I don't know where we're getting from. Who do you, you know, like out there on the market? Think, hey, we're, we're – yeah. you know, I, I really like that guy from Houston – think they might – I don't know if we're going to get in on it. They may want too much. That's a normal conversation in everyday world in professional football when you're a high-ticket guy. They have those conversations with you. And you know how everyone loves to throw around the word narrative. So what's a narrative? It's a story. You connect events, right? That's a narrative. And, and the players – the media makes the players complicit in constructing the, the narrative. They make them part of it by asking a question. That's why Key's like, I'd like to know what question was asked. Because in the media's narrative, right, and the fans, we see what's happening. Maybe they need more at receiver. Maybe they need something, right? So then we ask Aaron Rodgers. Pat McAfee is part of the media. He asks Aaron Rodgers, what about trading for someone? Now, as soon as Rodgers answers that question, now the focus is, oh, even Rodgers knows they need to bring someone in. Yeah, but what is that someone? Is it another defensive back? Because – from a receiver standpoint, there's nothing out there that they're going to get, just like the Giants, just like other teams that need receivers. There's nothing out there that they're going to get that's going to help them. And the young guys might get good by the end of this season. Yeah, like yeah. who are they going to yeah. go get? But like, the defense has been underperforming. So for context, Rodgers was asked if the front office gets his input on roster moves. So, like, I mean, Yeah, that's he, what I just yeah, said. Yeah, he answered the question correctly. But I, I also feel that in this – age of it and player empowerment key like where we see all these players like Tom Brady going out there and getting certain players right when they got oh I brought AB on board or if he needs to bring Rob Gronkowski back right he's gonna have to make that call I feel sometimes we as fans we expect the best player the the leaders like Aaron Rodgers to like who do you want how are you gonna get stuff done for me that's him saying yeah but that's Brian Gutekunst's job no you you are correct to a degree, Jay, last year or two years ago, they wanted to acquire Randall Cobb or Aaron Rodgers wanted Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb was available. So you could go get a Randall Cobb. Gronkowski was out surfing somewhere. He was available (laughs) for Tom Brady to say, hey, bud, I'm going to do this. Want to come join me? That's true. Where there's not like I'm thinking, what are they going to do? Go get Donald Driver? Like what? What? Like who he's, he's worked with before. Like, who is he who, going yeah. to get? Who is he going to get? So, naturally, you put it all on the general manager at this point to find that left tackle to protect you or find that defense alignment to go get the quarterback or a defensive back to slow things down. He's only answering a question. I don't want to be jumping all over it. Like, oh, see, Aaron Rodgers needs help. Much like Max said, these young receivers eventually – are going to grow. They're getting open. You would think. They're getting open. It's not like they're not getting open. They are getting open. They're getting some separation. They're just not yeah. connecting. But can they grow quickly enough? 
Can and I, yeah, I, but I feel I'm like, not going to panic. Well, no, part agree, of the answer to that question, Jay, he answered. Like, what, remember how Roger talking about making the offense simpler, right? Yeah, because you got to dummy it down, as you keep saying, Jay, for the young guys. Well, what does that mean, Rogers? Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. Let's make sure that uh, you know these guys can handle what we're doing. Um, it's really t- it was really an alert for our players. Like we need to lock in a little bit more. Um, and and simplify things in our own mind. You know, even a, the most complex plays can be simplified in our mind to the simple things we have to do on that play, whether it's a certain step we got to take or, or uh, body language we got to use on these plays. And we just got to be better at the details. I think that's the, the real thing I was trying to stress is is the details have not been good enough. Well, he's not just talking to the players. He's also talking to the coach without using the coach's name. Simplifying in our own minds. He ain't talking about the the young dudes simplifying in their own mind. He's talking about let's start with you, Matt LaFleur, and let's simplify it in our own mind, me and you as a quarterback and head coach, offensive coordinator. Once we pare it down and dummy it down to a handful of good plays and formations, then we could transfer that over to our skill position players, young and old. And now we can act faster, move faster, because we're not out there thinking too much. And that's all he's saying. Jay, you know why that makes a lot of sense to me? If you want to know if you really know something, Explain it to a third grader. If you can explain something to a third grader, whatever it is, you really know it. I get that idea. Oh, I, under, I mean, look, my rookie year, we ran the triangle. <laughs> and I, I, I can say this because it – Jay it, hates the triangle. Well, I, yeah, because you know why? By the time I actually mastered the triangle, we're 50 games into the damn season. Yeah. Right? So it takes away your reaction key. I don't know. Sure. Like, plays become so complicated. You're running around. You're thinking about what alternative move do I need to do on this particular play instead of just – reacting so constructing a vehicle and then saying all right this gets you into the play now react well, be yourself well look man here's what i would say we we have glorified matt lafleur as the head coach of the green bay packers because he's gone 13 and three i think three every straight, year three yep. straight years correct yep. was yep. it three straight years three yep. straight years this offense is very easy to go 13-3 for three straight years when you have Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to be honest with also you. Also in that division. And, and it a bad division at that time. Prior to Matt LaFleur taking his job, you know, his offense was ranked in the, the low 20s. I, I feel like it was like 27th in the league when he took over the Green Bay Packers. Mm. And that, that's not, you know, it's not the best. I don't think that he is creative enough. I've been around some pretty good offensive minds. And all we did was simplify things. We had a number of formations, a number of them. Not, we didn't have 50 different formations. We had a lot of different route combinations with a handful of formations. So we gave the illusion that we were doing different things. We would line up different people in different spots in the same formation. Hmm. So defensively, they think, oh, okay, they're getting ready to do something different. No, we're not doing anything different. We're doing the same thing. But we were out there thinking, running, moving. Everything was Because you don't have crisp. so much to remember. You, don't have, you know yeah. the things we, that you know. Charlie Weiss didn't think he was the smartest dude in the room. Dan mm-hmm. Henning didn't think he was the smartest guy in the room. I remember Bill Parcells telling Sean Payton one time, Sean came up, we probably had 200 plays, man. Literally. Damn. Literally. Bill snatched that game plan and said, man, if you don't bring that thing down to 25 plays, <laughs> I'm serious. And we brought it all the way down. To about 25 plays with about about 10 different formations and about 
30 different route combinations. More than enough. More Dude, than enough. When you start doing the math, the, the permutations of that are thousands and thousands. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. It looks like a lot, but it's not. You know? Another quarterback situation, guys, to keep uh, an eye on is what's happening in New England with Mac Jones and Dr. Z. Bailey Zappi. Key has uh, gave him, given him a nickname. According to MMQB, Monday Morning Quarterbacks, Albert Breer, Mac Jones' relationship with the team got a little sideways. That's a quote. Got a little sideways. Here is what Breer had to say on NBC Boston. I mean, I think things did get a little sideways really over the last couple of months. You know, and I think it's going back to the change from Josh McDaniels. Why are we bringing in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia when Bill O'Brien's sitting out there and potentially we could have made a run at him? Why does it make sense to have a defensive guy and a special teams guy here? Why are we changing the offense? Why are we streamlining after all the success I had? You know, why, 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 why? And I think that bled over into the injury now. And I think this is sort of giving the coaches an opportunity to send a message to Matt. If the message is we got a better quarterback on the roster, I, I, I don't know that Mac Jones is better than Bailey Zappi, uh, uh, Key. He, he, I, I, I couldn't tell you that, right? Well, I certainly couldn't tell you that. I personally think that just from the small sample size of two and a half games. That they're twins? Look at this. They sort of kind of look alike. Kind of look alike. I could there's a, there's a full screen on our TV screen for you guys that can't see on radio. There's a picture of Bailey Zappi next to Mac Jones. They do look very, very Same similar. Same dude. Hold on. If I took one of them, you wouldn't know which one that was. No, very similar. Very, 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 very similar looking Lower guys. body type, maybe. No, Zappi has a better body than yeah. Mac Jones to yeah, me. That's what I'm saying. But that's just me. I, yeah, you that's know. how you tell the difference. And, and so, but when you talk about from a quarterback standpoint, Max, and people jumped all over me. When I basically said, it's the same guy. Oh, are you crazy? Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl. Did he really? Mac Jones went to the playoffs. Did he really? Like, meaning, did he lead the team to the playoffs? Did he basically quarterback his way to a real Pro Bowl, or was he the 19th alternate and everybody else didn't want to play, so he got the nod? That's the reality of it. When you look at Dr. Z, as I like to call him, Zappy. It looks better to me from just the eyeball test. The ball comes out faster. It's not herky-jerky. There's rhythm. When, when he goes from one to two to three, it's in sync. It's smooth. It's rhythm. And it just looks like, to me, now I don't know. I'm not in New England. I'm not playing for them. I'm not in the building. I didn't get it from Belichick. Didn't get it from his staff. It just looked like the team is more comfortable with Dr. Z running the point. Man, and by the so way, it looks like. someone who is in New England, because I, I think Mac Jones could be a very good quarterback. I just don't think he is right but, now. But Zappi happens, looks though, better to me right now. But what happens is because Mac Jones is a first-round pick. Right, of course. Everybody looks at that and they go, remember that my whole theory, when you are one, everybody's going to get you the benefit of the doubt versus somebody that's not yep. drafted in the first round. It, 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 it has a huge influence on perception. All right, so someone who is in New England, of course is Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. Mike, um, you heard us. Did you hear what we were just talking about, with, uh, about Zappi? And, and, and uh, you did. And Mac Jones, Mike is nodding yes. Uh, what do you think? Like, Key is here sitting here going, yeah, it looks better with Zappi. I'm saying maybe, maybe Mac Jones will be a good quarterback, but he isn't right now. And Zappi looks pretty good to me. What's the mood around the facility? 
there's a lot in this conversation, guys. It's a great conversation, to, in my opinion. I think it's not a controversy in terms of I, I truly believe and what I hear from everyone around the team is that this is still Mac Jones's job. But what it's become is a conversation because Bailey Zappi has played really well, uh, sort of keeping the seat warm, if you will, until Mac comes back. And the conversation, guys, is, you know, they were trying to get Mac back on the field, and if he's 80%, 85% with this high ankle sprain, maybe you wait a little longer until that number becomes closer to 100%, uh, because Bailey Zappi has played well enough to maybe buy you more time. Mike, it, the two games were against the Lions and the Browns, just to put into context, right? Um, I, I want to ask you what you make of this, because I, I heard this yesterday when I listened to Breer talk, when he was saying that Mac Jones is more of a why guy, right? Like, why are we bringing in a defensive coordinator as my OC when obviously Josh McDaniels and I had a good rhythm and we got to the playoffs a year before? Why are we changing the playbook? Why are we bringing in Joe Judge a guy that was special teams at one place and a head coach, now is my quarterback coach. Uh, I typically have seen playing for a legend myself and Coach K that when you start asking a lot of why questions to guys like that, typically doesn't do well for you or bold well for you overall. Wow. So, Jay, like, I, I'm not sure what was said is a totally fair characterization as to the way that Mac views everything that unfolded here. That being said, I'm, we were all asking these questions. Uh, it was very unconventional what Bill Belichick decided to have Matt Patricia, uh, whose primary background was on defense, take over the offense, to have Joe Judge, who's never coached quarterbacks, be the quarterback's coach. So it would only be natural if you were asking why. The one thing that I would say from being around the team is, like, Mac was voted a captain, he was traveling around the country to go throw with all his receivers. He's taken a lot of ownership here to try to make it work. So I think I would push back on any sort of characterization that Mac wasn't necessarily on board with what was happening. He might have been questioning, is this the best thing for us? Mm. But I think he came to sort of a moment where he's like, well, this is what it is. And I'm going to go try to make the best of it. That's my read of it from being around here every day. Yeah, you, you've been around there every day for a very long time, and you kind of follow my lead on standing out in front of Gillette Stadium many, many years ago, and you've continued that, which I certainly appreciate, Mike. Um, when, when you look back in, in history, and we've had these conversations, obviously recently with Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush, but we all know that Dak Prescott was certainly getting his job back when he was 100% healthy, no matter what Cooper Rush did, because there was a lot of money involved, and it's his team. A little bit different in New England from my point of view. When I look at the past, and I look at Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady, and you mentioned the fact that, that Mac Jones 80% may not be good enough, if, in fact, Dr. Z, as I like to call him, continues to win, and I'm talking about winning three, four, five games from now and Mac Jones is ready to go. Do we see a repeat of Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe, or, or Mac Jones back in the lineup? Key with Bill Belichick, I never rule anything out 
I would be surprised at that. I thought Jay made a really good point when he said, let's not forget these last two games were against the Lions and the Browns, two of the lower-rated defenses uh, in the NFL. The Patriots have had to play a certain style with Bailey Zappi. They've never trailed, which has been important, so they've you know, always stayed on schedule, have been able to stay with the running game, set up play action, keep it easy for Bailey Zappi. That being said, I don't want to take anything away from Zappi. He's played very well. I think with Mac, the feeling that I get when I talk to players, what they, they just feel like they can do a little bit more uh, when Mac is in there, just based on his a little bit more experience in the offense. That being said, what does Bill Belichick always say when we ask him questions like these? Make the decision in the best interest of the team. Make the decision in the best interest of the team. And if they get rolling and Bailey Zappi keeps growing, I, I, I just don't think you can ever close that door, even though I don't think that's what's ultimately going to happen here. Mike, quickly, where would you put the Pats in the AFC hierarchy? I was just thinking about this yesterday, where you have the Bills and the Chiefs, and then sort of who's like number three? And they're ascending right now, but to your point, they did play the Lions and the Browns their last two games, just sort of getting back on track. I think we'll know more when they play some better competition. Should beat the Bears coming up on Monday night. And then it's at the Jets, which all of a sudden looks like a pretty big game. I think it'll be easier to answer that, but I think they're in the mix in that discussion for that number three team. It's amazing how things have changed because in in the NFL week-to-week, how perceptions change, Mike. For so many years, it was a non-quarterback division. Brady dominated, and the other teams weren't good. Now if Tua comes back, the way the Jets are playing, is it the best division in football? Like, you know, the record doesn't say it at the moment, huh. but who knows? Like, you know, suddenly it's tough. Suddenly it's tough. Where do they so, – so that's the, the, the AFC hierarchy. But what about the AFC East? Good – like, to me, it's – the Bills are what the Patriots used to be, right? Like, for almost 20 years when it was the Patriots division. Everyone's chasing the Bills. Um, Miami – beat the Patriots in the season opener, so you got to sort of give them the edge over the Patriots right now. And the Jets, what a story they've become. I uh, was talking with Matthew Slater, one of the Patriots captains, and he said, we've dug ourselves out of an early season hole, but hey, we're still in last place. So you can't sort of forget that. It, you're right. AFC East, all of a sudden, a much better division than it's been in the past. Mike Reese, come hell or high water, this guy is outside of Gillette Stadium. Yes. I like it. We're going to split the profits. It gives me a good feeling. I know we have a guy on the scene. He's in the mix. He's giving us the latest boots on the ground. Thanks, Mike, as always. Appreciate you guys. Have a great show. Thanks, Mike. Isn't that funny about the AFC East? Like, just think of perception a couple weeks ago. Well, just not that. I mean, the AFC East and the NFC East. Right? I mean, no, well, the NFC East is a story. Everyone's like, oh, look at the NFC East. Is it, you know, it, maybe that's the, not the if AFC Washington West. wasn't such trash. Yeah. yeah. But well, the I mean, AFC East, what's the soft touch there right but now? But now, now we're having a conversation about which division is the best division in football. Yeah, I, and we, when have we had that about the if, AFC East and the NFC East? If when Tua gets back, he doesn't get bumped on the head and then out again, right? Like, that's the big fear. But if not, the Miami is live. The Jets are live. Bills are the Bills, and the Patriots look excellent. Jerry Jones says Dak is determined to play Sunday. Coming up, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Willemax.
Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.